Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I knew a stripper. I grew up with her. Her name was Cricket. Like, oh. she was born Cricket. Was her stripper name Cricket, or did she change it up to... Did she rub her legs together <laughs> while, uh, while stripping? Yeah. When she's upside down, that was her move. Screech, 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 screech. <laughs> she decided to be incognito and go by Cicada. Yes. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. If I'm ever, if I'm getting my ass kicked by another dude, I want my wife to come in. Yeah. <laughs> WWE style. See, that's... Get the chair. <laughs> You're not helping your man out? Dude, but I'm trash. Your women are classy. <laughs> so we're at this party. I'm getting my ass kicked. And I'm like, babe, call Audrey. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave at Mahoney. There's a few things that I fantasize about. Getting into a fight at a gas station, hosing somebody down with gasoline, setting them on fire. Are you doing the the, the flick of the cigarette over the shoulder and then <laughs> cigar? Uh-huh. What but these are somebody John who's a, Wick? More like John Thick. Yeah. <laughs> that is you're a son of a bitch. That is real accurate. Hey, we're not done. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news. Some bad news. There's been a long-standing theory that if you close the lid on the toilet before you flush it, that you are going to breathe in less poop particles. That has been the common thought over the years. We've seen those infrared videos of uh, when you flush a toilet. Not I do, true. I do that. No, not it's true. not true. Not true. It, it does something. Closing the lid does not spread the germs during a flush, according to a new study that challenges the common belief that closing the lid can indeed prevent the spread of germs. Uh, the research indicates that tiny viral particles spread to restroom surfaces during toilet flushing, regardless of whether the lid is up or down. I uh, See, I just don't believe that. I don't oh, believe it either. This is, okay. this is not correct science. Okay, so this, this is, is not, This is poopaganda. Yep. Poop-aganda. I, I understand yeah. how everyone is anti-science now. I don't get this. So uh, that's, guys, that's just not the way that germs work. Uh, we, we know that germs can only so be contained. So you're telling me I've got germs on my butt cheeks then? Uh, you you got a, a horrible ass, yes. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'm working on it. 2024, new year, new me. We're still only in January. They say the only effective measure for reducing the spread of viruses was the disinfection of the actual toilet, the toilet water, and nearby surfaces. Well, so yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to clean it still, but, like, I don't want it going. I want to limit the spread when I flush. Yeah. We all know that the only way to limit germs is during COVID times, and that's if you're sitting down at a table to eat. No, that's it, it's six feet away from the toilet, Dave. It's, is that what it is? <laughs> if there's one small plexiglass barrier, then everything is safe. Otherwise, imminent death. I can't believe... Can we talk about this for a moment? I know this is sidebarring here, mm-hmm. but you know those little like uh, condoms they put on all of the credit card machines for your pin? Sorry, you lost me a condom. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. During little, COVID, like, they put they're the... They're still no. there. I'm, are they? They are. They are they still there. They are. Can we take why? the condoms off of the uh, credit card machines, please? That is so disgusting. I don't... That's I gross. mean, like, dude, I don't even use those. I just use the tap now. I've, I've moved to the tap. Yeah. I'm a tap, too. I'm a tapper. You're a tapper? Tap. I tap it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you are gotta you, use your card. You, you be gotta, tapping? I do be tapping. You be tapping? I do, yeah. I do a little tip-tap. little tap 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 so, uh, some good news today as well, uh, except for for us, because all hope is lost. A new study says that playing a musical instrument, uh, instrument, what? Uh, instruments. What, Dave? Did you just Are have you a seizure? <laughs> What's funny is that this this study is about the mind as you get older. Okay. The new right. study, based on data from a ten year project. Uh, where they're studying dementia, said that there's 25,000 older adults that were all studied. They're saying that playing a musical instrument is linked to better brain health in older adults, which is great news if you, you know, how to play an instrument. Well, they say that playing an instrument is just incredibly, it's it's great for mathematical skills for as a kid. Like, it's just really continuously 
making your brain better just yeah. from infancy. Yeah. So just uh, when your child pops out of your hoo-hoo, make sure that they know how to play <laughs> hoo-hoo on the flute. <laughs> Don't, so does, will my, does, the, does the recorder know, count? Like if I can play Mary Had a Little Lamb? I can do. Does I, that, I, I can still count? knock out three blind mice on yeah. the recorder. So. P-A-G, P-A-G. P-A-G. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but do you have a secret life that we don't know about? Yes. Uh, okay. That we got a family in Nebraska, Dave. <laughs> Nebraska, that's where you chose? They're, they're, it's very reasonably. It's a, it's a reasonable cost of living. And also, <laughs> you can't, because you nobody, can't have it on a coast. You can't have a second secret family on a coast. Yeah, you don't, no one has a secret family in San Diego. That's no. the primary family. You, you, you ain't supporting a secret yeah, family That's not the San second Diego. family. Uh, this is taking us to Alabama, and the oh, reason why I ask Roll if, Tide? If it's, uh, yeah, your former home state, Audrey, uh, if, if this is you because there is a judge that was actually arrested and charged with spending public funds on some things that seem very on brand for you, Mahoney. What was this judge uh, spending these alleged public funds on? Well, trips, for one. You are a big vacation guy. I mean, you, I do like vacation. like the rest of the world, yes. You have sea-based vacations. <laughs> like literally everyone, Dave. Yeah. You're actually everyone except for you. You hate uh, vacations. I I do not like vacations. You do not like taking off work. No, no, I do not. Uh, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. And and the one that really got me that made me think that this could very well be you, under a different surname, a sofa. I mean, these all sound like reasonable purchases that need to be had. In the process of judging. I've yes. never, ever met anyone in my entire life. And I will go out on a limb and say, I think there's a very real possibility that I will never again meet anyone in my entire life that has foreclosed upon a couch like you have. Well, Dave, you know, uh, I'm a special kind of man. You know, mm-hmm. I'm willing to, uh, I was willing to risk my credit and, and torpedo it for seven years for a comfort of a $5,000 couch. Now, are you would mad? do it again. Are you mad at this judge for coming along and, in a way, kind of dunking on you, though? Because not only did he uh, buy a couch and then not pay for it himself, he was stealing, allegedly, public funds to do so. Nah, I think I handled it better. Uh, Circuit Judge Gilbert Self, he is the presiding judge of Alabama's 11th Judicial Circuit, uh, has been arrested and charged with 16 counts related to using public office for personal gain, making false representations to accountants, and perjury the uh, charges include allegations of spending over $50,000 of public funds for personal purchases, employing a son, reimbursing himself, using public funds for vacations, travel expenses. I mean, if you're a judge, I mean, you'd think that you make enough money where, I mean, don't get me wrong, $50,000 is a lot of money, but it didn't seem like enough to, like, risk potentially going to prison for 20 years. Yeah, and if you're a judge in prison, they ain't going to treat you right. Yeah, he uh, faces 20 years in prison for the fines for each ethics charge and up to 10 years for the false statements and perjury. So uh, this judge thought he could get away with it all, and as it turns out, he cannot. The real question is, if he does go to jail for 30 years, what's going to happen to that couch? He's going to get probably repoed. They didn't repo my couch. They did not. They, they can't didn't. find it. I'm keeping it in a garage they don't know about. <laughs> You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Did you get that? Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, I was listening to the radio about the uh, the Uber birth. I was wondering, who issues the birth certificate? Does Uber issue the birth <laughs> certificate? I mean, somewhere down the road, you apply for a security clearance or a passport or something. 
I mean, that's a big form of identification somewhere. So, anyway, have a good day, guys. Bye-bye. Message deleted. Can you imagine how annoying it would be that every single time that anyone introduced you when you're growing up... Your mom just decides to use that story? You had to tell the story about how you were born in an Uber. Do like you really tell that story, though? I feel like that's who you are as a person. Like, that's your whole identity for like 80% of your life is the person that was born in an Uber in a McDonald's parking lot. I mean, maybe if they would have got like free rides or at least like, you know, a dozen Big Macs. That would imply that Uber would do anything nice for anyone ever. Free rides forever? No way. Not a chance. But I mean, you say that, Dave, and Mahoney has a great origin story. Oh, the sex in the in the van after the Aria Speedwagon concert? The, yes. van, the van with the mural on the side. Wasn't it a wolf painting? Is no, that it said? wasn't a wolf. It was a cityscape. No, was but, you know, it was a... It was there was a, no wolves at all? Not a, even no, in the background? No, no, man. It was a, uh, there's a, a moon. Somewhere. There's a moon. There's a moon, but not a wolf? It's a, it's a cityscape at it, night. It couldn't be... A, the, what, wolves don't like cities? No, Dave. They traditionally stick to more rural areas. I know, except for this one. Because uh, he's a badass. He's and looking over the city. the city, yeah. With a mountain on the side, howling at the moon, howling at the city. Mahoney, imagine this. Imagine if you took your wife to an REO Speedwagon concert, mm-hmm. got Playing a first. van, and then <laughs> you guys conceived a child in the exact same way. I don't have a it's van, from, Your child has been waiting for this moment. This is the moment, man. I don't have a van or a, a muralist, van. a what? van muralist. We can find a van muralist for sure. Yeah. You don't want to... You think we can find somebody to do a an airbrushed... Mural on the side of a van before that concert starts? For sure. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, I think also time. doing it in the Genesis would be nice. Too. I will never do it in a car for the rest of my life. What? That that that, van, has, that that boat has sailed. But a van, possibly. I mean, I mean like maybe an RV. No, no, like just a van no, with, no. A, with a waterbed in the back. <laughs> also, oh. where are you going to find a waterbed, Dave? It's 2024. I bet Facebook Marketplace oh, has a waterbed available right now. Please leave a message. Gently used. Okay, the next food debate for you guys. Best kind of cheese. Go. Message deleted. Colby Jack, it's not even close. Cheddar. <laughs> Cheddar's my most versatile. I think it's the most Cheddar versatile. Cheddar stinks. I don't know what happened to me. Cheddar but like, stinks? Post, Post-COVID, now my nose. Cheddar, literally, sharp cheddar, every time I open the bag, it reeks. Actually, like, gives me a visceral really? reaction. Like, yeah. cheddar, cheddar, aged <laughs> no, cheddar uh-uh. is, I mean, I think it's the most versatile. It goes on the most things. But if I'm being honest, it's not my favorite. My favorite is an aged Gouda. Oh. Like, an aged Gouda is, it's funky. I like some funky-ass cheeses. He would. Like, you know, funk. like Mine a 70s baseline, you funky. know. Just from a porno video cheese. That's what I want. You would be a Colby Jack guy. That's <laughs> what, not shocking what, to me. What, is that, what, what do you mean by that? I mean, that's a I pretty on-brand cheese. I mean, just like Mahoney, like in Funky Cheeses, that's pretty on-brand for him, too. Mm-hmm. Well, are you saying that that's a basic choice or something, the Colby Jack? I mean, if you would have said Pepper Jack, I would have been shocked. Well, that's too spicy for him, it's man. It's too spicy. Uh, too first spicy off, I like him. spicy. Uh, but Pepper Jack <laughs> cheese is not good. The spice overwhelms the cheese. That's no, not, it it's, not a, it's not a good balance. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I bet your favorite cheese is Parmesan. You know why? 
because you look like Parmesan cheese. Hey, Dave, Farah, I do like Parmesan. I'm sorry you hurt me. I was, I was lashing. Parmesan, you were. It's okay. You're the fancy. You have your moment. You're the fancy Parmesan, though, the, time, the kind you buy at like, Trader Joe's. See, you're generous. I am Not, that weird no, green tub that the, can also live in the fridge and out of the fridge, question mark. No, no, no. <laughs> what, 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 Why? What do you, you mean? It? it can be unrefrigerated. No, it can't. <laughs> Once you open it, it is it, that, it goes in the fridge. Dude, that is a solid insult. You know you are, Audrey? Unrefrigerated cheese. I'm cheese whiz. I'm Velveeta. <laughs> I am the things that can you live are on the shelf. In a bag. <laughs> yeah, for real. No flavor. Just, it, just chemicals. When it melts, it's oily as hell. But why? Yeah. Because it's what you they know? use to keep it like Actually, shredded. I would like to be ballpark cheese. Nah, man. Yeah. You're nacho cheese, like movie theater cheese. Yeah, I want to be that crap cheese, the one that mm-hmm. like the toast. What is it? The the jar cheese you can get at the grocery store. Yeah. Oh, the kind you get on your knuckles when you're dipping too dude, aggressively. That's and you why still I want to be that because I want to be knuckle deep in cheese, <laughs> yeah. like for real. I, I do that. I get some jalapeno chips and that crappy cheese. And I just go to town. I'm like Knuckle a dog. I'm like a dog with peanut butter. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is a pretty wild story. I mean, Tyreek Hill, we've talked about him many times before on the show. And normally it has to do with his accomplishments on the football field. But his life off of the football field is just similar. There always has to be a chaotic wide receiver in the NFL. It doesn't matter who it is. And they're always attached to Florida in some way. Right. Like they either live there when they're not playing for the team or they live there and they play for or the team. Or they're getting arrested there. Yes. Like Tyreek Hill, when he was in Kansas City, it seemed like everything was pretty normal. Right. You know, he was a hell of a player, but you didn't really hear a lot. And then he moves to Florida, starts playing for the Miami Dolphins, and his mansion's burning to the ground. He's got three baby mamas that all are having children simultaneously. He gets married on their bye week during the season because he said it was just time. But it was really quick. No one expected him to get married, just sort of out of the blue, but whatever. And then he files for divorce also out of the blue and then denies that he files for divorce out of the blue. And both him and his wife are posting photos like everything's fine. This is so juicy. I mean, it's just crazy, uh-huh. man. It's just wild. Like, it feels like a reality TV show. Like, this cannot exist. This, how is this real? It may, it kind of is giving manic, (laughs) if we're being real. It feels as chaotic as an Antonio Brown situation, doesn't it? You know, where like, if this was Antonio Brown, you'd be like, this is very on brand for him. But also, that makes sense because the, you know, unfortunate amount of CTE that Antonio uh, has succumbed to, for real. Exactly. Uh, Tyreek Hill is now blaming his attorney. Uh, said that he uh, he's the one to blame for the divorce filing and that Tyreek had nothing to do with it. Oh. He's still insisting that he is happily married. Now, to Tyreek's credit, he has insisted the entire time that uh, he did not intend to get divorced from his wife, but it seems like a fairly specific thing. You have to sign that paperwork. With a decent amount of paperwork that's involved that you wouldn't be able to have filed by an attorney without having not. signed unless you're saying that your attorney forged signatures which is a massive issue so now uh the attorney his name is Gary uh he has filed a motion to withdraw his counsel as of this weekend citing irreconcilable differences so yeah. i guess there is a divorce happening and it's Tyreek and his lawyer that are getting divorced i mean imagine you putting that on your lawyer and it not being true because that could be he could be disbarred. 
Yeah, I mean, the divorce filing became public, and that's when Hill started denying it, uh, saying that he never initiated it and criticized his attorney. He was on social media doing a live stream talking about all of this, but it seems like such a messy situation. Like, how does Tyreek Hill not have somebody in his life that's going, hey, man, let me handle a lot of this stuff because for you? Because he's the one who, he's the money guy with the, you got yes men around him. You know, it's uh, well, you know, but it's also, an unfortunate situation, I, that's I mean, for he's sure. He's been married to his wife for all of 11 weeks. He also is facing some paternity lawsuits from two other women oy, who oy, oy. just had babies. And he's that, not paying up yeah. pay child support. Great. Yeah. But also, I mean, I don't want to sit here and come to defense of his circle, but we have been around these people where they're being told, do not do this. And what still, are you doing? And yeah. they still have no general sense of consequence, and they just keep trucking forward because they think that they're untouchable. And you know what? He probably is. He'll probably get away with all of this. I hope not. At least pay for your kids. For real. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, you'll be happy about this. One of your favorite shows is coming back for season two. It is back in production. I'm talking about Severance on Apple TV+. Plus. It's a thriller series. I uh, got all kinds of accolades. I mean, I tried to watch it. I just... Uh, it's probably my fault. I wasn't paying close enough. Attention you gotta to the watch show. the show, Dave, if I, I you're know. going to enjoy I it. I know that's it's, how that works. It's not. It's not that complicated. It's not that complicated. It's I a just, great show. I just wasn't really into it from the jump. And you know how, like, when you start a show, if yes. you're not into it from the beginning, that you're always just kind of half watching it. That was me with Severance. It was my so. favorite show of the year. I mean, I get it. It won all sorts of awards. You're not the only person yeah. that loved it, and uh, it is back. So season hmm. number one premiered all the way back in 2022. Now it's been a couple yeah. of years since that came out, uh, but it is coming back for season number two. So. Uh, ben Stiller is confirmed that, uh, you know, as executive producer once again. And, uh, you know, Adam Scott is going to be back on set as well for this one. So Severance season number two is on the way. I mean, the fact that, I mean, the the ensemble cast of, I mean, John Turturro, Christopher Walken in there as well. Uh, I'm uh, I'm excited. You know, it, it left. It's been it's been a long time, but this is it's it's I will say, though. When a show has been gone for like two years or so. You forget everything, man. But it's nice to watch it again mm. through a new lens right before the new season starts. Oh, okay. So, See, so from- maybe you do that, Dave. <laughs> maybe give it a try. Maybe so. What maybe else are you so. watching right now? Tap in. No, he watched some stupid show on Netflix the other day that he didn't even like. Oh, the, uh, the Fool Me Once? Yeah, you didn't even uh, like it. I didn't really like it that So much. you just like barreled through a yeah. season of something you I, didn't like. Yeah, I mean, True Detective is back, you know, but that's only once a week. Yeah. You know, and so there's there's that. Uh, that new one, what is it called? It's on Apple TV+. Plus. Masters of the Air. Masters of the Air. You we started, started that? that. My wife will not watch that with me. Really? Why? She hates World War II movies. Why? What? Is she a Nazi? What are you I, talking about? I don't know, man. She won't, does she, she hate Austin Butler's beautiful face? Yeah, I'm even like, man, that guy man. is handsome. He is yeah. so hot. That guy is handsome. Good looking. I don't love how he talks. Oh, no. No. Does he dumb. still have he, the Elvis? He, he, he kind of talks like he's still playing Elvis yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but he's a good looking man. He's a good looking guy. God, I love him. Just tell him to stop talking then. He's like, look pretty. Just look there. Look pretty, Sit there and look pretty, boy. Uh, Mahoney, get your handkerchief ready. Something else that you love is also coming back. Uh, another Ghostbusters film is on the way. I saw that. I did cry at the uh, yep. the last one. Dave. Is Paul Rudd going to be in this Paul one Rudd, as well. Bill okay. Murray. They were in the uh, in the trailer then, for this one. Uh, whatever the kid the, from uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. He's yeah. he's back in it. It's got quite it the cast and the film set to release on March twenty second. So now it looks pretty good. It. The trailer the trailer looks good, and I will say I did enjoy the last reboot. I think they did it. I think they did uh, justice, and uh, you know, continuing on that world i'm here for 
So Jeff Zucker, the guy who uh, kind of ran CNN into the ground. He was an NBC executive, yep. then went over to CNN and kind of like made CNN into, you know, whether you like it or not, got him back on track into being a, you know, at least a, uh, a profitable endeavor again. So he's saying that he may be interested in buying the the rights to Sports Illustrated. Which is interesting because the Arena Group was the ones that failed to pay the $3.75 million quarterly fees. So Sports Illustrated basically fired their entire staff. And Jeff Zucker is now kicking the tires on potentially taking it over. I just don't know. I mean, it has a Sports Illustrated, as we talked about, has a, a long history. But is it relevant anymore? It's Not like really. trying to buy, even like if you have a brand like MTV, like what do you do with that Sports Illustrated uh, name. I think that it's really interesting to look at the parallels between Victoria's Secret and then uh, Sports Illustrated because a lot of times whenever you're thinking of the Sports Illustrated issue, you're thinking of the, the, the hotties. Swimsuit. Yeah, the, yeah. Swim, yeah. the swimsuit edition. Just go back to the and hotties. And just go back to the basics. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, I owe you an apology because yesterday... You don't even know what I'm going to apologize for. Uh, I just, just wanted to like to hear you say it one more time. I'm sorry. Mm, love it. I screwed up. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> what did you do? Well, yesterday I was kind of giving her a hard time because she had broken her pledge to not use Amazon for the first quarter of 2024. Well, I've changed my pledge. I pledge allegiance to Amazon. Oh, so just you just went from I refuse to use this entirely to... You pledge allegiance to it. Yes. Got it. Um, I was giving her a hard time because, like, she had made a commitment that she was not going to use Amazon. New Year's resolutions. It went out the window. But, I mean, a lot of resolutions go out the window. And then I realized. Don't you start. What do you mean a lot of resolutions go out the window? They They don't. Most people fail at their resolutions. Okay. That's just I mean, the gyms are already, like, back to normal. Yeah. How would you know? Don't ask. <laughs> yeah, I'm reporting live from Mahoney. <laughs> the gyms are back to normal. I drive by. There's a gym right next to my Chipotle, man, that I'm driving through. I love that. That's how I know. I see that parking lot. I keep track. <laughs> I know what's going on. So now that it's like eased up, Mahoney, do you think you'll you'll make your way in? Because uh, I know you've not. been toying with it, the yo-yo effect. I don't really So my to. resolution was dry January. I do it every year. And then this past weekend, I was just like, that's enough. That's just enough of that. You what? Yeah, that was just enough. Huh, interesting. Shame, shame, shame. It was like the 27th or 26th or something. That's a, no. that, yeah, that's Okay, most so of then it. I also no, get some no, leeway. No, no, because you said a whole quarter. You set the bar way too high. You didn't even make it one month. See, but I thought that, that was more realistic than a whole year. <laughs> what do you mean? But yeah, so we went out on Friday night and, uh, you know, we don't, the wife and I don't get to go out that often, right? Because mm-hmm. you got to go to babysitter and it's a big to-do. And so I was like, that's it. Don't. You start making excuses no, no, for so yourself. I, this, I'm just telling you how I justified it in my head. And then I kind of like looked over at her to see if she'd give me like the nod of approval. And she did. And so I was like, all right, I'll have an old-fashioned place. Mm-hmm. Oh, you knew it with the full old-fashioned. <laughs> well, huh? I mean, if you're going to get back in, you might as well just get back get in. Get wet. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, well, you, don't, you don't dip yeah. your toe as you as you wade in. You cannonball into that's that right. bitch. Hmm. Interesting. So I, I just felt like I was giving you a hard time yesterday for totally screwing up your resolution. Huh. And I mean, granted, your screw up was far, far worse than mine. Because Interesting. Because you set a full quarter and then, you know, you didn't even make it a month. And I made it for the vast majority of the month. Shut up. No, honey, I, <laughs> as the moderator here. Mm-hmm. You were taking my side yesterday. Yes. How do you feel about Dave going to uh, literally not even the end of the month? And uh, he's done it every year before. 
He has made it to the end of the month every single year for Drive January. Since when did you start this? Uh, probably around 21 years old. So for the last 22 years of your life, you've been able to do this every that, month. That's just not true. And uh, this year you failed. So what do you think, Mahoney? I mean, I think if you just, you know, you don't drink next weekend, I think that evens it, it out. It evens it out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that evens it out. But what but are you going to do that? Isn't that Super Bowl weekend? What if something... No, it's really? Pro Bowl. It's the Pro Bowl weekend <laughs> this weekend. Nobody... Which means I have to drink. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. to get rid of in 2024 gender reveal parties message deleted see i've got a friend who's a comedian that talks about how much he loves gender reveal parties and the fact that there's even more of them now he said that you know he went to a gender reveal party for one of his friends that was having a baby and then uh 12 years later went to another gender reveal party for the same person whenever they decided what they were actually going to be in uh. life <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That is very on brand for 2024. If you want to have a party, just have a party. Like, I mean, having a big-ass blowout for your one-year-old that will not remember that, just say, say it's for you. Yeah, yeah. Just do it for you. I mean, uh, let's 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 just call it like it is. I mean, like, my wife throws big parties for our kids. Yeah. And she gets a lot of joy out of it. Sure. Like, she likes but doing your that. your kids are old enough to remember them now. Some of them. Some Most of them. Of them Most of them. Yeah. Two out of the four. If but I'm if they, I'm lucky enough to have a kid, I feel like I want to go and and accidentally set a wildfire somewhere. You do. Like, so I, you like, want to? I, I think that that's on brand for me. Yeah. Like uh, like, how did this natural disaster start, Audrey? Audrey accidentally did yeah, it. She, you're going to be one of those people that like shoots the plane out of the sky. By accident, yeah, not of on course. Purpose. That, that plane just fell out of the sky. It wasn't yeah, you're shot right. down. Yeah, I'm just, big on littering. She so, loves littering. So probably a balloon with mm-hmm. tons of non. Dissolvable confetti. <laughs> confetti just, that just does just not biodegrade. It's just absolute plastic. <laughs> My gender reveal party. It's like one of those Chinese spy balloons just full of trash that doesn't decompose. Just dumping uh, whatever the trash, like I'll just spray paint it. <laughs> yeah. We, my gender reveal party will just be turtles at my house, and I just punch them. <laughs> just punch a turtle with straws. Not even with straws, just fists. See, fists are way more hurtful than straws. <laughs> just me punching turtles. Just punching turtles, and then just have them all do like lines of blow, and then the blow just be the straw color of your future baby That's gender. Right. Yeah. yeah, I feel like this is a really good idea. We're on to something mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Let's stick with it. Please leave a message after the tone. Audrey, I'm with you. I'm not a fan of microwaves. I haven't used one in over 15 years. Don't like the way it makes my food taste, and I don't know what else it's doing to it. Just saying, you guys have a great day. I enjoy your show. Thank you. Message deleted. So the newest thing in the household for us is... We're going to be getting rid of the plastic Tupperware. Are your wives on this yet? No, we don't have plastic. We only have Pyrex. Okay. So, like, the glass thing. So, because of microwaving your leftovers in the microwave, all the little plastics, stuff like that, get in your food, and apparently it's really bad for you. I would have other problems other than microplastics. Yeah, Yeah, like the McDonald's I ingest. Yeah. (laughs) The Celsius I drink. The fillers I put in my list. But you know what? It's the Tupperware. That's the, that's that, the first. That'll save you. It's the first venture we're on. Yeah, no, I, I plan on dying in a very loud and dramatic fashion, not just slowly fading away due to microplastics. So I'm not too worried about that. But stuff. you have them. Isn't that crazy? You've yeah. got them in. you got the plastics inside of you. I think that you. makes me a very useful piece of Tupperware in a way. You think? Uh-huh, yeah. Because I, I tend to 
bottle things up. <laughs> that is, yep, you do. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Something unprecedented happened yesterday. And I know that word has been used far too much when it comes to the times that we live in. But it <laughs> yeah, was crazy. Word. So we all left after a meeting after the show yesterday. And it was unexpected what developed as we walked out into the parking lot. So we're all just casually strolling to our vehicles. When all of a sudden, Mahoney goes, oh, just like that. Oh, and we're like, what's, what is happening? Dave, <laughs> I didn't do it like that. I said, oh, my God. So close. And the octaves were off, sir. Both Mahoney and Chris stopped dead in their tracks. Freaking out. Freaked out. And we we're like, what is, what's going on? So we're all kind of parked in the same area. There's, you know, the a quadrant. F- four vehicles, and then there's another car that was parked there that's like the producer for another morning show here in the building, and that vehicle was gone. But we always park next to each other. We all kind of had the same spots. Everyone parks yeah. in the same spots. Because here. next to me, Dave is in front of my car. So that's the three of our cars right there, like an L shape. They're all kissing. And we've been parking that way for, you know, the last nine months or so. Yep. And uh, the reason I was so startled, and I think I saved Chris's life. You probably did. In this particular instance, is um, there was maybe the most, I don't know if it was vomit. It was vomit. Or possibly some other sort of uh, matter it was vomit. Uh, of the fecal no. kind. No, it's not fecal matter. It Are was, we sure? Yeah, it I was am. too light in color. And, and, and it would have smelled like It smelled crap. pretty bad but in it general. Was, it was vomit. For sure it was vomit. Somebody fairly, fairly fresh. It, 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 was, it was fairly fresh. Guys, guys, we're getting a little too deep in it. I know it's a little graphic, <laughs> but I mean, this is the real life that we live in where when we came into the radio station, the vomit wasn't there. It was not. And then I as we're leaving, the vomit was there. Mystery so vomit. Somebody graphically vomited. Right by our cars. <laughs> right by the vehicles in the parking lot. Right by Mahoney's brand new car. Right. I legit, and I think that Mahoney, you were tiptoeing around it just to make sure because it was kind of near your the door, the front door it of your car. It was directly between my brand new Genesis GV80 and Chris's car, and I was looking at, like, because this is a stupid amount of vomit. I will put the picture in our video at David Mahoney. I mean, think about... <laughs> oh, did you take a picture of it? Oh, I took multiple pictures of this vomit <laughs> because angles. we are going to find out who did this, why they did this, and why they did not clean it up. Think well, about being a kid hmm. in the spaghetti bowl or the, the ice cream bucket that you used to puke into, the, the popcorn yeah. bowl. It was that times five. But I it was what? a obscene amount of vomit. It basically took up a quarter of a parking space. <laughs> That's why we're talking about it because it was so alarming. Well, I have some concerns about what's going on with it because it is there again today. I said I should come back into the building and tell our building manager what had transpired out there because it is so egregious. Well, Mahoney was, like, pissed. Like, he wanted... There's a security camera out there, and Mahoney went looking for our chief engineer to get him to pull the videotape from that camera out there. Who knows if he actually has access to it, if that camera even works. No idea if if there's any way to get that footage. But Mahoney was on a mission yesterday to try to solve the mystery. They need Sprite. (laughs) Someone's not well. Yeah, they need Sprite and crackers. I think we're going to get blamed for it. I think it will be us because it's in between three of our our four cars. The way that it's positioned, 
the velocity is going away, is going towards, towards your car, your vehicles, which yeah. would mean that 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 if you were going to be looking at it scientifically, I feel like that that would not that would not make sense. A lot the, of people the, the don't angle. know this. Audrey is actually a barf forensic expert. I have barfed a lot in my yeah. day, and I so you're right. I have. I'm here looking at this. I'm I we're zapping it a little bit. I did not. Wow, you are barf velocity. Look it up. Barf velocity. <laughs> I am so the impressed. The trajectory of the vomit. But we still oh. make it plain for this because everybody knows those are our parking spots. And I want to make oh, it clear to all of our co-workers that this was not a Dave and Mahoney joint. This, this has happened yesterday. I don't know about you guys, but I went about my life yesterday and completely forgot about it until Mahoney sends the group text yesterday. He's like, we got to get to the bottom. Mahoney Mahoney's was furious about <laughs> yeah, this all, all day, day long. Like, I, this well, is His car's brand new. I can't even believe it got so close. So somebody was being irresponsible with their vomit. I mean, because not only did they vomit and it get very close to both Mahoney and Chris's vehicles, but they also vomited and then didn't clean it up. Now, I don't really know how you clean it up. Like, what do you do? Power wash it. You, you just bring a power washer back? Or just, like, I don't know, a bucket of water. <laughs> if you get that or stuff in school, they sprinkle over it. Yeah, the, sawdust. The, the white, or the pink sawdust. You know, yeah. our, you know our engineer has sawdust somewhere. Yeah. You know he does. He's an engineer. He's got... Sawdust. Is that a thing that engineers just keep on, on deck? They no. have everything. Sawdust. They have everything. He does seem like he's prepared for any situation. I would think they would have, yeah. like, copper wires, not, I, like, sawdust. He has sawdust. I promise <laughs> okay. you he has sawdust somewhere either at home or in this building. But I sent that picture of this this, this massacre of vomit to my wife. And I said, I took multiple ones. I took a, like a wide shot. I took a closer shot. And then you did, I did the point five on your iPhone. And then I did the, and then I did the the five X. But you've got a the telephoto got the, one. The iPhone fifteen. So yeah. that thing came out crisp. So I've got, and I sent my wife the wide shot first, and asking her what she thought of this because again, it did perturb me. And she and I was getting ready to send the uh, I was getting ready to send the super close up version, and she told me she would divorce me if I sent that to her. I mean, facts. Why are you sending all kinds of like forensic evidence to your wife to help her sleuth? Well, we already know. We already know. Who she did it. thought it might be fecal matter, but I think she's wrong. On yes, that. I mean, if yeah. they, okay, again, back to the velocity and Nobody the trajectory of that is so funny. If there, because there was a there, there was some drippage happening that was looking, <laughs> it was going backwards in time. If somebody if, blasted off backwards, if that was your oh. ass in the parking lot and you work here, they need to be fired. <laughs> Well, they need to be incarcerated. What do you mean? Fire. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. No trial. No trial. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh, my God. Would you people shut up? Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love. Hey, baby, you want Then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Everyone's looking for love in their own way. And some people have an interaction with people in public and they don't shoot their shot in that moment, Audrey. And so they want to take it to the internet. Would this ever work on you? Are you ever perusing the misconnections? Not and- the misconnections, but my now husband definitely shot his shot in my DMs. Okay, so so you found love through the internet in a roundabout way. In a roundabout so way. It, These it, are for people who aren't quite as confident as your husband. Yeah. Maybe somebody who uh, doesn't know exactly who they're looking for and is just flare, shooting the flare into the night to see what ship's coming. This is entitled Thursday Coffee, 1230-ish. This is a man for a woman. You, sitting alone, dark hair, 30s. Me, sitting with my buddy, 40s. We made eyes plenty of times. I was wearing a black tee and gray pants. Email me. You are stunning. You weren't making eyes. She was just like, why is this creep continuing to look at me when I'm just here trying to enjoy some damn coffee? Also, email me. Who's like, email me? (laughs) 
I mean, I, I do tell people to email me. You do? Yeah, when All I want to give out my number. Well, th- yeah, but you're hitting on this person. Oh, well. I well, mean, he's but, probably got a wife. Uh, that's probably it. Yeah. yeah whole, he, whole family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Two families, actually. Uh, this one is senior lady at Long John Silver's yesterday. Oh, this is a you are a senior millennial. What you the are, hell, Mo? Yes, you love yes, Long John Silvers. Uh-huh. I am in the middle. You're the senior millennial. That's yeah, true. but I'm more of a Captain D's. <laughs> Captain D's what? <laughs> so you were driving a white American car with a bling license plate holder. I was oh, parked I next that. to you. Love to buy you some fish and chips sometime. Army matey. Oh, that would get me. 100% I'm in. I'm locked all the way in. This man wants to be pegged. <laughs> I would peg him. This is, uh, the next one is entitled Denny's on Main. This is puppy. <laughs> I feel like it's instead of a gag. <laughs> this one is entitled Denny's on Main. We don't hear a lot of love stories starting at Denny's, but here uh-huh. we go. This is a uh, man for a woman. You came in alone, uh, brunette in jeans, suede boots, white shoulder purse, black insulated jacket. I was dining with a friend. I'm 67. I am the Caucasian. He spelled that wrong. Husky, blue collar, non Wait, did he spell that (laughs) C-O? Asian? Asian. (laughs) I would like to chat if you see this. Furry, question mark? Uh, huh. I'm see. I'm always surprised at the elder furries, right? Like if you are se- almost seventy years old and you're a furry, again, not trying. I'm not. I'm not age shaming, and I'm not kink shaming. But like, how did you get into that? Because I feel like furries haven't been around for more than what twenty years. Yeah. Did you like you started that when you were fifty? Forty eight years old that you were like, I'm gonna dress up like a chipmunk and have sex. And the last one here is showering love, showing it all. This is a man for a woman. Are you still showering in the trailer? I miss when I used to watch. Oh, no. You knew, I, you knew I was watching and kept on soaping up your soft spots. Ew. Love, Tom Peep. What? Oh. Do not soap up your soft spots. No. Oh. And none of this. Cancel it all. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Time to play Tipsy. Dave and Mahoney. Hello. Hello, Cindy. How are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you guys? We're doing great. Thank you for asking. Uh, have you spent any time around very drunk people or little kids recently? Uh Drunk people for sure. Okay. So we're going to read you some things that were said by either a very drunk person or a little kid. You're trying to figure out if it's tipsy or toddler. Mahoney, you ready? Yes. Audrey, all set? Correct. Here we go. Take it away whenever you're ready. Did you just let that thing fall on the floor? No, I actually dropped it. (laughs) Is that kind of like the same thing as letting it fall on the floor? No, he didn't let it. Well, could you let yourself pick it up? I'll pick it up right now. Cindy, is that... Tipsy or toddler? Kind of tricky. Tip. That is tricky, man. I mean, toddlers can't talk that much. Mm. Uh, tipsy. Tipsy is incorrect. I'm sorry. That was that was a toddler having a conversation with the old folks. Did you just let that fall on the floor? No, I accidentally dropped it. <laughs> is that kind of like the same thing as letting it fall on the floor? No. He didn't let it. Well, could you let yourself pick it up? I would pick it up right now. Okay, so Cindy, you didn't get the first one, but that's fine. We uh, we have some redemption coming. I can feel it, Mahoney. Whenever you're ready, take it away at number two. Your number redemption. two. Number two. 
Mimo Mommy, Mimo Battle of Kingo. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Mimo Mom? Mimo Mom? You know, I will say, Audrey, you did a great job there with your acting because it said laughing and crying, and you were able to nail it there. So, range of emotions. Well done, done at a time or two. <laughs> Cindy, <laughs> tips to your toddler. Guys, this is hard, man. I know, man. <laughs> because also, turbulent okay. emotions can come from a toddler or somebody that's very drunk. Very drunk. Yeah. That's so true. I'm going to go tipsy, guys. Tipsy is correct. Well Good done. Job. Here we go. <laughs> Very, very, very drunk. Okay, so you're on the board. Well done. Here we go on to number three. You ready, Audrey? Yes. What is God's name? Howard. Howard? How do you know his name is Howard? Our Father, who art in heaven, Howard be thy name. Who? Howard be thy name. Howard be thy name. (laughs) Okay. Is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler? Oh, my God. I'm going to go toddler. Toddler is correct. Total redemption. You're doing great, Cindy. Here we go. What is God's name? Howard. How do you know his name is Howard? Our father in heaven. Howard be our name. Who? Howard be our name. Howard be our name. I mean, checks out. That is accurate. That's accurate. Okay. Guys, that, that toddler sounds drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that, kid, that kid could have been loaded. We don't know for sure. All right, final one here for the win, Cindy. Mahoney, you ready? Yes. Okay. Number four. Mm-hmm. Happiness. Happy penis. Happiness. Happy penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to do that one. Thank you. Thanks for not putting my name on the board there, Chris. All right, Cindy, for the win, tipsy or toddler? Guys, I'm going to go toddler. I think I saw a video about the happy penis thing. Oh, really? And you remembered happy it? Penis. And for the win, you are correct. Well done. I saw that video. Yeah. If you just watch the whole internet, you can win. Here we go. Happiness. Happy penis. Happiness. Happy penis. <laughs> it's what we all strive for in life. This is David Mahoney. How do you really feel? Tell us. By calling the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Yesterday when you guys were doing Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout, that little song that played, I just realized it said, go back to high school. I never knew what it said until just then. Message deleted. Ever watch Grease? Was in that movie Grease. Go back to high school. Beauty school dropout. Would you go back to high school, given the opportunity? Absolutely not. Honey, you you seem like you're pretty proud of your time in high school. I mean, I had a good time in high school. It was a good time. I mean, you got a lot of good friends. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a time and a place. I don't think, like, I wouldn't go back to high school if it was today. But if you could transport me back to 90s. the mid-90s, mid to late-90s, early 2000s, sure. Like, I feel was like, it really that great, or do we just nostalgic about it? Because, well, because you were a kid, of yeah, course. Yeah, we had good times. Yeah, you had good times. I mean, I, you, you're telling me that you would not want to go hang out with all your friends again and kind of like 
have a, a like a whatever. I think like the nah, best summer of my really. like school was probably like my junior year, sophomore, junior year summer and you're just hanging out with your friends no i feel every like the, day. the friends that i have now are the friends that i actually want like there's a lot of idiots that i was See, we're all idiots i'm still friends with like i had like three really close guy friends and you're still friends with them. and i'm so yeah, i'm going yeah. to see them literally for the super bowl hanging out with them one of my friends is graduating from the navy cool but that's well, awesome I'm you're going, going to watch your friends i'm going for my friend who's Retiring from uh, serving this country proudly for 20 years. Not everything needs to be celebrated. And then we're going to watch the Super Bowl <laughs> That's after awesome. that. That's awesome, Mahoney. That's, yeah. you're, you're a good friend. Yeah, but those you're are like, I mean, those, I mean, granted, I have great friends now, but those are like my like friends who know like me. OG friends. Like, those are the friends who can ruin my life. They, they've got. <laughs> and I can ruin theirs as well. There's something really <laughs> pure and beautiful about mutual assured destruction. Yeah. Like, when you yeah. have a friendship with somebody and you know that you guys, you both can just ruin each other's lives in a second, but you choose not to. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's friendship. That is. But Dave, do you have anybody who is like that in your life? Because I feel like that's very, like, a guy thing. I really that can ruin my life? No, no, no. Like, I'm talking about, like, friendships that you've had since that, for that long. Uh, nah, I mean, like, I have, I have high school friends. Right. That I'm, still, that I'm still friends with. Right. Uh, but, like, childhood friends, not really, because I moved, you know. I True, lived in Minnesota, same. and then I, you know, moved to South Carolina pretty hard at that time to keep in touch. You know, I'm not calling my friends long distance to catch up. And also, my best friend's name when I was growing up it was Sam Smith. I can't find him. I can find him. I doubt it. I mean, because there's a famous Sam Smith, sure, the singer. But like and then Brainerd, Minnesota is not exactly. Uh, how dare you talk bad about a bustling the metropolis? Mean streets of Brainerd, Minnesota, <laughs> where I'm from, man. You don't know what it was like up there. It was cold. I know what it was, <laughs> it was like. He probably froze to death. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. When you guys were kids, did you ever uh, rake up big piles of leaves that fall and play in the big piles of leaves? That's always a good time. We had one neighbor that let us do that, but it was in between two big cottonwoods. And then we got really adventurous as young boys, got rope and put the rope in between the cottonwood trees and slid from tree to tree and then jumped off and landed in the pile of leaves. No one broke any bones up, so that was a good time. Message so deleted. we used to do that all the time growing up, but as a adult now, all I think of is how many damn spiders are in that big Bugs. ass pile of leaves. When you all think the spiders. back on the let's you know have this gigantic pile of leaves and then just YOLO our entire body weight into that pile of leaves. Having no idea what's in there. Hoping there's not a stick. Now, there could be a b whole branch in there, man. Yeah. Like, did you ever f yes. find the rogue rock or something at the bottom? Yeah. I mean, like, what were we thinking? You're just like, ah, I'm just going to go jump into this with all of my body weight and hope that there's nothing that's going to impale me. I also think that I would be really upset as a parent if I just raked all of those leaves and then my dumb kid just dumb came kid and, just like, flopping around. It, yes. And, like, I would be like, now you do it. Yeah, it was, like, seven hours of labor and you just ruined the, it. Now you do it in for free. <laughs> <laughs> You're a child. You don't understand money. Like, that would be so annoying. <laughs> You're going to be a great parent. I pay for everything You're a in child, this house. You don't understand money. You don't money. understand money. Get to work. For sure. This labor is free. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello. Hey, I just want to let you know I, I love your show, but why can't we hear more Mahoney? It's the Dave and Mahoney show, and I love Audrey's death, but I just like to hear more Mahoney. I think he's interesting. And it just seems more like the Dave and Audrey show. So anyway, love you guys. Keep it up. 
Message it's in deleted. my contract that I work the least on this show. That's why. <laughs> that, that is the, literally the first time that anyone has ever called and said, give me more Mahoney. And I don't, I don't want up. more Mahoney. I, I don't want to have to work more. I have the best job in this business. We try to get him to work more, and he just won't. Nope. You don't understand how hard it is. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, you've been skeptical about all of the Ozempic stuff that's been going on. We're starting to see the commercials about, hey, like, the class action lawsuits, the lawyers saying, hey, you know, if you have been messed up by Ozempic, you know, give us a call sort of thing. And, you know, we don't really know exactly how far this is going, but, I mean, there was a story on the local news about it uh, just today about, you know, people overdosing on semi-glutides because they're not taking the proper dosage. And, you know, it's being uh, rolled they're out. They're wanting a really quick solution even quicker. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, and. I'm here to say, screw Ozempic. Give me this black magic instead. Okay, There's, Dave. there's an even quicker, better fix. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> so, University of California, San Diego, uh, they they did a, a research study. And granted, it's on mice. So, we still have a long way to go before uh, it Poor mice. Yeah, these, <laughs> no, these mice are doing great. Now, the researchers identified a gene called the RAIA that when overactive, interferes with the normal functioning of how you burn fat. So basically what they're figuring out how to do, and they successfully did in this study of mice, is basically turning that gene off. And so what that does is that that doesn't have the effect that, say, an Ozempic or some of these other semi-glutides have where it suppresses your appetite essentially, right? right? Like you're not hungry, so Mm -hmm. you're not eating. This allows you to eat whatever you want, as much as you want, oh and you don't get fat. This seems like a real. disaster waiting nope, to happen. Also, awesome. sign me up. I would like to be part with food pooping. Pri- <laughs> you, with food prices right now, you're gonna go. You're gonna you're gonna have to like get, take a second mortgage out on the house, get some uh, high interest loans, no some payday loan advances. This is not good. This is not good for that reason, and also. The reason why people are overweight is because that exact thought, Dave. I need to be eating 24-7. No, you don't. You do not need to be eating 24-7. That's the root of the problem. Of course, but we don't want to change that. We want a quick solution. We we want to be able to do our bad habits as much as possible, Mm -hmm. and then all the while wanting to be skinny in the same... Yes, correct. All of the reward, no consequences. Thank you very much. Healthy. Uh, So they're saying the findings have implications for developing targeted therapies to address weight gain and associated metabolic dysfunctions in humans, but the idea is that for these mice, at least in this study, they did not gain any excess weight despite being fed a high-fat diet. Just reducing consequence for Americans in another way. Yeah, here we go. Like, what do you mean I'm eating too much and gaining weight? Oh, my God. How dare you dump on this? I was so excited to share this breakthrough. This is a scientific marvel, and here you are thinking about how negative it is, Mm -hmm. Audrey. No, this trying to is, keep some real in the room. Nope, nope. This is a breakthrough, and I'm here for it. Okay. Yep, no okay. consequences for me. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The worst cover songs on the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. Yeah! It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Jeff is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How you doing, Jeff? Good, how are you? We're doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Got a couple of lifelines if you need them. Uh, Some of these, 
pretty unpopular today, if we're being honest. We have okay. one with nine views. We have another one with four views. The first one here has 14,000 views, though. So okay. we'll see whether or not you're able to get this one. You're looking for the original artist and song. Good luck. Here we go. And play, crumbling away. I'm your source of self-destruction. Things will pump with fear, sucking dark is clear. Leading on your death construction. Taste me, we'll see. More is all you need. You dedicate it to. And we'll stop it right there. Was that Richard Cheese? That was an AI version of Frank Sinatra. Oh, that was supposed to be Frank Sinatra. That was supposed, supposed to be Sinatra, huh? Yeah, it wasn't I really that good I will say the, the, the music, not the actual singing, was pretty good. It sounded like good. a Pixar yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like something when you're walking down Pixar Pier. Okay, over to you, Jeff. Do you know it? That's uh, Master, Master, Master of Puppets Metallica. There you go, brother. Well good done. Good job. Yes. I love that you just did your own rendition, and I think you should continue <laughs> that. Uh, all right, here we go. On to number two. This one is less popular. Four Views. On this one from uh, DJ Mike Six Two Six, who we've heard before. Big fan of his. Always wonderful to have him back on the show. Dumb, dumb is the sound of my gun. Ah, 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 ah. Whole world's coming done. Looking straight at the sun. And we'll stop it right we there. shouldn't have played him. <laughs> DJ oh. Mike 626, you keep putting out bangers, buddy, because you know what? We will continue to support you, man. Okay. Live your truth, buddy. All right, Jeff, over to you. Again, only four views on that one. Do you know it? Yeah, I think that's uh, Janie's Got a Gun, Aerosmith. That is correct. correct. Well done. Two for two. All you have to do is get one more right, and you win today. Lifeline still intact. The next one here is just from Tiffany. Is this the is actual Tif Tiffany? Tiffany with an I or a Y? It's with a Y. Did the, the original one have, a, was it Tiffany with an I? No, it was a Y. It was a Y. Oh. 67,000 views on this one again. Yeah, so it might be Tiffany. It might be. You might get the win right here. Stop it there, Jeff. For the win, do you know it? Uh, can I tag in one of you guys? Because I couldn't under make out anything. Mm, don't ask me. Nope, I'm revoking your lifelines just like we did yesterday. <laughs> You're doing too well, good. good. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds familiar, but I can't put I can't put my okay, finger on it. It's Tiffany. It is. It, <laughs> it was supposed to be the Beatles. I saw her standing there. It was. It Why was. would Tiffany? Yeah. Think it was a good idea. To cover the Beatles. Well, it, yeah, I, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, Tiffany, that wasn't a good idea. No. That was a bad choice. That was real bad. Bad. Didn't she sing Dancing on My Own? Dancing on My Own. I can't tell I you. I couldn't tell you. Tiffany. If Tiffany walked in the room right now, I'd be like, who are you? I'm in the corner watching <laughs> you kiss her. Why Isn't are you her? doing this? Get out of here, lady. Uh, okay. <laughs> Chris is saying no, that's not her. All who right. Who is that? Robin? Here we go. Final oh, it one. Is Robin. Okay. <laughs> Nine views on this one. And this is from an artist called Mark Sings Cover Classics. Here we go, Mark. Burning, starts to shout, the silence coming. 
me sad because you can tell that Mark's really into that mm-hmm. and it's only got nine views. Oh, man. But, you know, that's why, that's why we do this segment. Him and his besties. Support artists on their way up mm-hmm. or down. Uh, Jeff, over to you for the win. Yeah, that's uh, Rocky Like a Hurricane the Scorpion. There you go, brother. Big job. Mother's gonna what? What are you saying? What was that? What? What was that? Go Brock Purdy. Oh, oh go Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You know, when you're growing up, there's teachers and maybe even parents along the way that tell you that being honest pays off. Well, we're here to tell you that's all a lie. And Audrey learned this hard lesson just last night. Last night, I went into my mailbox only to find a package that I thought was mine, but wasn't. Well, because you just ordered something off of Amazon. You broke your resolution that you weren't going to buy anything off Amazon. But for good reason, you were buying a cat condo, as you called it. Yes. And so you've been waiting for this to arrive. And yesterday was the big day when it was supposed to get there. Correct. Okay. So my husband went downstairs to purchase or to pick up this package. It was another large box. So he just thought, okay, this is in our parcel locker. You have to have a code in order to get into this locker that is designated to me. And again, a large box, my locker. We brought it upstairs and he looked at me and goes, as he's opening it and goes, Baby, baby, did you get a, a PlayStation 5? Did you get a PS5? Because I think he thought that I was surprising him, womp womp, with a PS5. <laughs> and I was calling it the cat condo. Yeah, like a big. <laughs> As a good joke, like a big charade. Because like, they're about the same size. I mean, because that's a pretty substantial <laughs> large I mean, the, box. Yeah. The PS5 box is pretty big, but yeah. the cat condo boxes are also pretty, pretty big. big. Yeah. And again, I say, why would it be in my locker if it wasn't mine? So he didn't check the name. Why would for you? Yeah. Exactly. You just grab and, the box. You go sure. upstairs. Yeah, a lot of times you don't even look at it before you start opening it. Like 100%. whatever. And, and it so, was an Amazon box as well. So it was something that was shipped yeah. from Amazon. So he's like, baby, baby, did you get a PS5? Like so ecstatic. And I'm like, I think he's joking because he's opening it in an area that I can't see the box. And I was like, no, I didn't get a PS5. And he's like, no, really? Did you get a PlayStation 5? And he holds up. A PlayStation, a PlayStation 5. 5. And so as it turns out, there was a PS5 that was accidentally delivered to your locker. And, correct. And you, so now it becomes the, the big question of... Do I keep do it? Keep well, it. you've been wanting a yes. PS5. Well, that's something you and I have been talking about for like the last six months. Like a year. Because dude. you want to play Harry Potter. And there's a couple <laughs> other games on there that, you know, are out right now that yeah. you would really like. So what you I did I thought it was a gift from the heavens. <laughs> shocks me because you've been wanting a PS5. If I got a PS5... I wouldn't and care this is at like all five, because... dollars. That's right. what they that's what they run right now. But this is something you've been wanting for a long time, and it's also very expensive. This sounds a whole lot to me like somebody else's problem, and you just scored. So we gave it back. We walked downstairs, knocked on the door, and we're like, "Hey, like we don't know what ended up happening, but this is yours." And ungrateful, no thankful, no no thank you. And then also proceeded to tell me. Oh, there was something in my locker that wasn't mine, but um, I just closed the door back and deleted the message so that I I could not even go back and use because it's a code that I have to like scan in order to access that locker. And she was like, I just deleted it. So I 
I, I, I don't so even know on. how to go back and get it from that locker. So, so you, you were t- so there, there there was an address on there yes. on the box, and it was in your building. Correct. And you so you go down there, you do that, yes. and she doesn't thank you no. in any way, shape, or form. No, thank and then you. Told you that your item got delivered to her, but she very conveniently. Deleted the code as if that's a thing that you would ever do. No, right. thank you. That no, is- thank you. No, nothing. And 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 she stole your cat condo. How old was this person? She was like about my age. Is this maybe one of the strippers older. who lives in your building? No. Oh my god. If it would have been a stripper, I wouldn't even knocked on the door. I would have been like, this is this is payment to me for all of the lost. Was it a sleep. woman's name on the? Yes. Oh. Huh. Yeah. So um, I I mean. Afterwards, no, I really started cursing at us. Being, I was like, "This, this is the karma I deserve." Don't listen I was to your like, I've got a anymore. new PlayStation Five. I mean, I also was like, "We need to return this because there's cameras, there's a code." You know, at some point, they probably nah. could have like put nah, the finger to it. me. Thought it was mine. Threw the box out. Yep. I thought it was. Didn't a gift. look at it. I thought it was a gift. People send me PS Fives all the time. <laughs> so you think that I? I mean, really? You screwed up. I did. You screwed up bad. <sighs> Dude, I mean, I would and say you got robbed. I you think she's the, got your cat condo. I, yeah, right. She's should, crawling around on it. We idiot. should break into her apartment and see if it's in there. I know that. I know the address. I mean, it was it was Spider Man theme. Oh man, it was even cool, theme. cool Spider Man theme PlayStation yeah, I, Five. I bet it was for her dumb kid that doesn't even deserve it. Probably. No, it's probably for her deadbeat boyfriend. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Warning: The following stories were performed by true redneck professionals. Do not attempt unless you married your cousin. It's the Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney. You know, it's always interesting how people end up getting busted for stuff, but this has got to be up there when it comes to stupid ways to get caught. Uh, U.S. authorities successfully captured a woman who's a convicted killer of a professional cyclist by using what they think was a pretty clever ruse, and clearly it was because they got her out of hiding. So this woman was in hiding, and investigators from the U.S. Marshal Services placed an ad on social media Posing as a search for a yoga instructor. Mm-hmm. If you were easy enough to lure out of hiding with yoga classes, jail. well, she wanted Deserved. to be she wanted to be the yoga, yoga instructor, instructor, and they they got her yogi. they got her out of hiding by putting an ad on social media, and that's what got her to she come like out of hiding. Murdered yeah. her friend because she went on a date with some guy she liked. It's the most. It's literally the dumbest reason I've heard yeah. in a long time. Convicted for, of murder, sentenced yeah. to 90 years in prison, uh, managed to get away, had been in hiding, and they got her with a yoga ad. This other fella, not quite as clever, a uh, Florida man whose name is Michael, was arrested for allegedly stealing a T-shirt from a church thrift store while totally nude. How did they ever find him? <laughs> and all he I needed mean, was a shirt? Was he winning the pooing when they found him? Was he wearing the shirt that he stole and he was... It didn't say if he put the shirt on, but I've got to think that he probably did. When they say completely naked, this is one of the things I always wonder when they say, like, this guy, Michael or whatever his name is, was completely naked. Was he wearing shoes? And Like, does that count? Like, would you say he's completely naked if he's not wearing pants, underwear, or a shirt, but is wearing shoes? Maybe he was just wearing gloves. Uh, Reportedly entered the store fully nude, so no mention of any shoes. Although, if he was wearing shoes, I would imagine them to be very dirty Nike Monarchs. I don't know why. I was thinking New Balance. New Balance Old as well. New Balance. That's a possibility. Uh, grabbed a T-shirt on his way out, and according to the 911 call, they said that there is a, quote, naked man running around everywhere. So he's running. Yep. So barefoot running, or is he wearing shoes? Flipping and flapping all over the place. I, see, you guys go New Balance and Nike Monarchs. I don't ever see that. I feel like if you ever see somebody who's got, like, run-down, beat-down shoes— they have no shoelaces in them, and they are the most atrocious-looking Air Forces you've ever seen. Mm, could be. 
Could be. It's yeah. always that. I see people who are college <laughs> students who wear their shoes like that. Uh, and finally, uh, you know when you've got a problem with a sibling, it can get out of control pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I guess this guy is already a convicted arsonist. He's from New Jersey. Uh, he is headed back to jail after texting threats to his brother. So he uh, he was telling his brother that he was going to blow him up. Mm. And uh, and I guess when you're a convicted arsonist, they don't take that too lightly. And, um, and his brother just straight up dimed him out. And now, straight to jail. Bad brother. Bad brother. I mean, also, what an ineffective way of, like, trying to, like, I'm going to murder you, but I'm going to build a bomb first. Do you want to hear uh, what this fight was over? It all initiated over an argument over who owned a set of hand towels that were left behind at a shared residence. Oh, I mean, that's that checks out. Are you that attached to your hand towels where you I threatened have, to blow somebody up with a homemade bomb? Pull the, this hand towel out of my cold, dead hand, Dave. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, guys, I've got some uh, some bad news. The uh, the show is over as we know it. I am moving to Germany. Oh, really, yep. Dave? Yep. You're going to thrive there, man. What's going yeah. on in Germany be, that makes you want to live there? Uh, the, the the fact that they have just moved to the thing that we have been pushing for. And I, I am kind of mad at Germany for stealing our thunder on this. Okay. Four-day work week. So, but everywhere in Europe is, is uh, trialing this. And I think that we need to just kind of look to Europe um, and see how it's working and start, like, you know, doing it here in the States. I mean, or if we wanted to be you know, the you pioneers know what, on something, you, you I know wish what we would America's response will be to this? A six day work day. Six day work week. Or work yeah, week. Yeah. We're going to get ahead and we're going to beat Germany at their own game. Yeah, yeah. we'll teach them Germans. Yeah. Everything <laughs> already costs so much. Like, just let us stay at home for one more day. Just let us just sit. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's it's interesting when you think about all of these studies that have been done, and I haven't seen a single one that has been negative. No. As far as the four-day work. Because there's it. no downside to it other than, you know, you're like, oh, people won't, you know, Audrey, you could save money, but traditionally people spend more money as well. It's good for the, the economy. economy. Yep. We travel, all sorts of things that you can do with three days that you can't do with two. So the four-day work week trial has started in Germany. The the country, you know, has had their struggles with the economy. They're saying that they believe that this is going to be the thing that is going to fix it. Now, some of the unions have claimed that working less could potentially make staff less productive. Other unions are saying the exact opposite. They're no. saying if you give people more time off, not only are they going to spend more money, which is what we've seen in a lot of these studies, because like you said, people are traveling. You think about how you act on any three-day weekend, and you're doing things yes. that you wouldn't normally do on a two-day weekend. It's just such a blind corporate thumb down on the people beneath them who they don't work five days a week nope. themselves. So they're just trying to get all of this mass productivity that's fake this fake productivity for five days when you can do it, like you said, Mahoney, in four. We have the data that is out there. When you work from home, which the world did during the pandemic, you don't lose productivity. You actually get more done because there's less distractions than being in an office, which is wild. And, and a that, lot of companies have found that they can use that to attract the sort of talent that they want to But a lot of companies are also going the other side I, of that and I saying totally you agree. have to be in the office. Yep, I, I, I totally agree. There's a ton of that going on as well. Again, the corporate the smart, thumbs. <laughs> the, the smart companies out there are saying, hey, if we say you can work remote or you get a four-day work week, yep. And they're going to use that as the biggest incentive. You're going mean, to get the best people. That, for sure. I mean, if you if you think about it, if we had the option of working for our company and everything was the same across the board, only one of them was like, oh, but you get a three-day weekend every single weekend, who are you going to choose to work for? 
Of course you are. Mm-hmm. And now Germany is saying, hey, we're going to try to roll this out in a significant way and do this basically across the entire country. Um, and, you know, whether or not it will stick, who knows? But at least there's, you know, whole countries that are now trying this. Well, guten tag. I can count to four in German. I think, that means, I think yeah. that means hello. It does. Does it? Yeah. I'm bilingual. How did you learn how to count to four in German? I can count to 11, actually, or 10, Let's hear I think. It. Eins, zwei, drei, fünf, sechs, sieben, acht, neun, zehn. Arrest this woman. And then I don't know what ten is. I can count to nine. <laughs> I can count to, to nine. What's what's ten? Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs, sieben, acht, neun, zehn. No trial. Oh, no, no, I did it. Okay. Straight to jail. <laughs> That's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, 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 dot com.